Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Code X Podcast. I am your returning host, Sonny Kruger. With me, as usual, is my co-host, Jamie Wojcik. How is it going, guys? We are back, and we got that Mr. Cakes. I, I can't believe it. He's finally returned. The evil Mr. Cakes today, I, I would have, uh, assume. I have returned for this evil episode. I am back. Uh, Jamie, I'll ask if you give me a moment so I can do a little bit of talking. So, Go for it. Take it away, buddy. Uh, after so this is episode 15 after episode 13 a couple days later i had found out that my father had passed away so i took a little bit of time off in the very beginning i was like i'm gonna jump on it i said i just need to get back to normal i can't let it take me down so i was editing like a little bit two hours after i found out i was passing i was editing series about a series i was like okay i need to read forever evil and jamie thank you man i'll always thank you you're always very cool with me about it and i was like i could still do the episode and you're like hey well me and tim can do it you need to be your family and first i was like oh, I'll, I'll do it let's just plan for me to do it and then a couple of days later i did realize that i needed some time off so thank you and thank tim thank you both of you guys for carrying out with the show anyway it really means a lot to me that you guys did that and i thought it was a great episode so i enjoyed watching it and i am glad to be back for this evil episode and now I got to go over some of the stuff, because even as you were going over it, it's, I did watch the episode, and you guys did a very good job carrying on, and uh, at points you're like, Sonny's going to get me for this, Sonny's going to get me for that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but you guys did a lot of good things. Uh, one thing, the uh, top five worst comics ever, you know, and then my, I had to make a fun of the vault for, to thank you guys, and I had to, I had to show Tim that I, that I had that final crisis he mentioned in there. Yeah. And um, Jamie, Circle of Blood. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that anymore. Number, number two, buddy. Yeah, number it was not, two. It didn't crack number one. Number two. Because that's what it is to me, is just number two. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> thank you, thank you. See, there you go. You've been evil enough already today. Yeah, you got to bring that evil back, bud. Yeah, now I got to bring that evil back. And I will when I pick Blackest Night. At the top of my list. No. <laughs> I, I did not pick Blackest Night at the top of my list. Uh, you did <laughs> that, was... this show would be canceled in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a good, uh, it was interesting to talk about. And I'm glad you guys did it because it'd be way too hard for me to pick top five worst. So Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it was hard for me. Reading. Yeah, as you see by my ratings, it, I, don't rate com- I don't rate comics too low. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing well, below us. I don't think we've ever got anything below, like, a eight. Well, we'll see. We we still have many episodes to go. I I am back. You know, every, every now and then, things do happen. Your know, life happens. Uh, you know, that's happen. Things. So, but every now and then, like I said, we carry on and we plan on doing the show for a very very long time. And every now and then, something will happen, but we will continue on. And also, you know, we got to talk about last week how we were saying how there's going to be a Penguin show on HBO. That I was like, oh, I've got to talk to you guys oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, so he said it's going to be the Colin Farrell one. He's going to take over, right? Yes, he is. The movie hasn't even come out yet, 
and they're already giving Colin Farrell's Penguin a spinoff on HBO Max. Yeah, and I was I must say, Tim, I was impressed that he had mentioned Colin Farrell's performance in True Detective because mm-hmm. I know that that season wasn't very popular, but I enjoyed it. I'm a big True Detective fan, and I gotta say, just real quick about the Penguin show, is that I think it's gonna be because if you've seen how Colin Farrell looks in uh, this one's just called The Batman, right? Yeah, it's just The Batman. The Batman. He looks completely different. I think this, if anything, it's going to kind of, the show will maybe make him look like regular Con Farrell, and it will be a pre-story of how he ends up being Penguin. Okay. And we don't get to see him be Danny DeVito. Like, as soon as you guys said, oh, it's going to be a Penguin show, <laughs> I was just like, I'm making a whole show with Danny DeVito as Penguin. That Dude, that's all that went through my mind, but, like, <laughs> I, I did bring up a, like, when I was sitting there thinking about it, I did bring up one good idea about it. I would love to see with Colin Farrell's character, like a Godfather-esque uh, penguin. You know what I mean? Like he's running the underworld. He's running like the a, casino, you know, all that kind of stuff. Kind of like a Jared Leto as Joker kind of thing like that. And thank you guys for showing Tattoos. up again today. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you were saying Godfather-esque, I was thinking of Jared Leto's Joker, but I'm like, well, I know this can't be with Jamie. I know I'm sure you don't want that because I know you hated that. Yeah, I, but that's I, actually what first came to mind when you said that. Yeah, no, uh, 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 an actual good performance, um, from a different character, with the ability to actually act and portray him. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, and then just two more things I want to kick. Uh, I wanted to get on real quick about last week, uh, that Wolverine trailer. I must say about the video game, you guys got me so excited for. It. I was like, man, that sounds really good. Dude, you guys made it sound so good, and I made sure to watch it. And it was so fast. I guess yeah. I was expecting it to be a long well, trailer. And I was like, there's a fast. lot of Easter eggs in that. If you didn't notice, like behind oh. the bar, behind the bar when they show that backside of uh, Logan, and you see the bar. Like there's a a name or a, a license plate that says Hulk 181, which is the okay. first appearance. Which I thought would be awesome to have him versus the Hulk in it. It would be. Like, just have a straight-up fight. Um, Like, if you've seen or played... Because I know you got a PS4, right? Yep. Okay, so the Spider-Man game. It's made by the same people who made Spider-Man. Insomniac. So, that game is just... Like, it got the highest of reviews. And... They're doing it with Wolverine 2 and also coming out, which we didn't talk about last week, was uh, Spider-Man 2. And then now you also have Miles Morales in the game. And they showed the first clip of Venom being a part of the game as well. So he's one. Oh, cool. I feel like it's like bringing that nostalgia back, buddy. Like, come on. like Yeah. Uh, so it is like open world, though? Yeah. Like, okay, Compl- yeah, I see that. Completely open cool. world. So side quests, main quests, all that. Uh, I might actually just pick up a PlayStation 5 because of this. Like, just for that, yeah. I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I love my Xbox. I'm an Xbox boy till I die. But now with all this content coming out game-wise, like I talked about with Tim, we're kind of spoiled in, now with comic book stuff. Yeah. Um, whether it's movies, TVs, games, uh, you name it. Um, I do want this game, and I want to put it on Twitch as soon as it comes out. So, um, yeah, be looking forward to that. Try to keep that in uh, hindsight. So, yeah, so yeah, that's good. And just the last thing I want to go over before we 
officially, I can officially move on to this week and this episode was I want to mention the topic of the week last week was uh, about speculation issues. And all I have to say about that is I don't have any speculation issues. Maybe one day in the future, but none for now. So that's my quick opinion on last week's topic of the week. Well, I was going to say, you don't have anything that like you tried to find on eBay that was going for like so much money because of the fact that it was a supposed first appearance of somebody or you saw, or you backed away from buying something because it was so expensive because of that reason. No, nothing so far. I mean, if I just happened to see something that was like a good deal or something, then I would pick it up just because. But so far, nothing that I'm like really searching for. Like you guys mentioned Darkhawk. Oh, yeah. All hell Darkhawk. So if I saw Darkhawk, I'd have to pick it up, you know, retire, buy myself a yacht or something, football team. Yeah, something nice. You'd be buying the Dallas Mavericks in no time, buddy. Oh, yeah. There we go. Move yep. over, Mark Cuban. Yeah. Move over. New billionaires taking over. All right. Selling my Dark Hawk one. Okay. So now we've taken care of everything. We can move on and we carry on to episode 15, our evil episode. And now we can get on to what's going on today. As we talked about in the pre show, we got a lot of comic, we got some comic book news, some evil news. We got, some hot news. Yeah, some hot news as usual all the time. Our topic of the week, who is the most evil character in all of comics, since it's our evil episode, will be reviewing Forever Evil. Like I said, it's an evil episode. And we're going over our works. And just because I know Jamie loves it so much, Jamie, I know you miss it when I spring things on. I know you love it when I spring things on you. The last always. Minute, Always. Always. So, Jamie, it is our evil episode. I'm going to have to spring something, a new segment on you in this you episode. Why? Why? Because it's evil. Because, you know, got to be evil, man. This isn't in the show notes I have up right now, Sonny. You can't be doing oh, stuff like this. Oh, it's in mine, man. I make sure not to put it in our notes. I had to get you with something a bit uh, evil and make you just come up with something off the top of your head. Okay, um, I'm just going to ask, am I included in this, or is this just you talking about yourself and another plug of a book? I know, it actually it isn't, but hey, you might even Ooh. be able to plug one of my books, though, you know. No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we get on to our evil slash hot slash comic news. Kid Flash, the show on HBO. Tell us about it, Jamie. So... Out of everything HBO's been spinning out, they just announced that they're going to be going forward with the Kid uh, Kid Flash show. Now, there's not much info at the time about it, but what I want to talk about is now we're starting to get this almost like, almost like what CW had. They had the Arrowverse, where they brought all the shows and they crossed them over and they had their whole own universe to do what they needed to do. HBO Max is looking like they're doing the same thing. And it's exciting because Kid Flash, you could put him on the Titans. They got the show Titans on HBO Max. You got stuff like Batgirl going to be coming out. Penguin from the Batman coming out. Uh, I've seen like three other ones that we, we even we talked about. Like a Nightwing, a Red Hood, their own spinoffs. Which would be awesome to have as a whole. You could do a whole Bat Family thing now where you can eliminate 
the Bruce Wayne Batman aspect and just run with a whole Bat Family series. We don't even need them. Um, I think this is great. I think, as we were saying before, you know, we're kind of spoiled in that aspect of now, at this time, we get so much content. We have so much more of an outlet to see all these things happen. Um, I would love an HBO Max verse of all these characters because now you can take it to a different level rather than being on regular program TV. You you have more leeway of violence and every pure evil. Yeah, they can be more evil, so it's good. Yes, they can definitely get more evil. Um, I think it's cool because it's not going to be uh, I don't even know his name. Um, Grant, what Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin or whatever from the Flash TV show. We already had a kid flash from that, from CW, but this could be taken to a totally different parameter and basically just explode that character into something more than we could ever think because having a Wally West can open so many doors. Yeah. And with you being like, I know you're, I like the flash, but I know you're more familiar with him than I am. Is there any like super villains? that haven't been in any of the series yet that you're like, I really hope they finally put this character in a show and do him just him or her or it justice. I I hope they do. They already had him, but I want a better version and I hope they do it. I would love gorilla grad to come back. Okay. Because I don't think they did a real good job of him in the flash series itself. Um, I would trying to think I would love to see more, of the speed force itself like more in depth like because at one point newsflash Wally West gets trapped in it and that that's his whole arc that he was gone for so long because he was lost in it and then got pulled back out no one remembered who he was and once he got pulled back out people started remembering um I would love to see that like what he did in that time in the speed force because there's been so many different issues where there's so many moving parts that happen within there. You can utilize those like going to a different universe, seeing a dark multiverse, seeing uh, a repeated memory happen that was bad for you your whole life and you, how you got through it and how you changed it to get out, you know, those types of things. Um, they don't have really that outlet. It's more, of a romance with just Iris and Flash in the show now. It it, it it just turned into like a romantic superhero show to me and I just stopped. Wow. So. I love my romance. Yes, you do. Fifty Shades <laughs> of SK. It's, uh, it's how I love Smallville, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> La- uh, Lana and Clark. Or what'd you call them? Clana? Clana. Clanapin? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on it. So, what do you got, son? Uh, I was gonna ask real quick. Do you know when it would come out? Are they? I would think it'd be. I would think with their production schedule, it'd probably be like a year and a half. If nothing shuts down. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So one thing to always keep in mind. Yeah, it should be cool. Like I said, and like I said, they could open so many possibilities. So I'm interested to find out about it and. It'd be really cool if it was filming in Chicago so I could work at least in one episode and run around in the background or something. Be one of the guys that Gorilla got throws across the... Yes. Yeah. He just grabs me right by my head and just flings me across. I'm like, that's me, guys. 
That's me. He threw. <laughs> that, that's your notoriety right there. You I'm know, the guy I, the gorilla got through. Yeah, that would definitely be a part of our works. Yeah. I'm so excited about our works today. Guess who threw me through a building? <laughs> <laughs> a giant CGI ape. Yes. And he's evil. <laughs> Very evil. But something I don't know if someone would consider evil or genius or crazy or whatever. But the first appearance of Spider-Man... Amazing Fantasy number 15, a couple weeks ago, sold for a record of $3.6 million at an auction. That's insane, man. Like, I know it's been a couple weeks ago, but I was like, oh, man, we got to talk about this. That's just crazy when you think about it. Like, you make this character for this comic. It's issue 15, and all these decades later, it sells for $3.6 million. I mean, yeah, too, when you think about it, like all the years later, he's had so many movies, like we said, video games, obviously a comic book series, and just, you know, everybody pretty much knows who Spider-Man is, especially everybody, you know, in uh, North America, and, you know, in the in Europe and everything like that, but... Around the world. Well, yeah, mostly around <laughs> the world. Oh, they, oh, pretty much unless you are, like I say, in a country that doesn't have uh, a lot, you know, like more of the poor mm-hmm. third world countries, but even a lot of them, I'm sure, know who Spider-Man is. And yeah, just to think, three point six million, man. That would be. I can't imagine one day making a character. I know mine are more regular books. Just to make a character and say one of my characters, their first appearance, so for three point six million, or years and years from now, it'd be like thirty, like three hundred sixty million. Because back when Spider Man first came out, that was I believe September nineteen. It was nineteen sixty two. So you're in the sixties, and to imagine years later. million dollars yeah i mean i know for the highest comic at one point was uh the first appearance superman and went for 1.23 million dollars at auction i think that was the highest one at the time that blew it out the water obviously um do we know what grade that was or if it even was a grade you know i don't think they mentioned what grade it was okay because i mean i know for a lot of people, like grade makes a big difference, and something like that. If it was like a pristine issue, then yeah, I could, I could see, or even a mid for this. If it, even if it was a mid grade, like a five out of ten, like it, it'd sell for that. Um, I could see you going for more if it was like a nine point something. Yeah, uh, it's a certified yeah guaranteed company rating of nine point six. It was a nine point six. Yep, and it went nine. for three point six. Yeah. Okay, that number doesn't seem right to me then. <laughs> I think I thought it would go for so much more. You think even more? Well, I would think even more because you, looking back all those years, back then, people would just buy comics, roll them up, put them in their back pocket, and carry on with their day, read them as they go. They'd be messed up. To have a 9.6 just chilling somewhere is insane. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's even too, like I said, it's hard to make you keep me for that long. You know, uh, and, and in that good of condition, that's like you. <laughs> like, yeah, like so getting it and just not touching it. Yeah, yeah, never again. Yeah, man. Uh, real quick, looking up, because uh, how you were mentioning, I was pretty curious. Uh, like I said, when I was finding out that it was nine point six, it said before a pizza delivery boy and photojournalist also priced out. Okay, a pizza delivery boy and photojournalist also priced out Bruce Wayne. Whose Batman number one sold for two point twenty two million at a heritage auction last January, and then something else said that 
Spidey's sale topped Superman's debut in 1938 Action Comics number one, which went for $3.25 million earlier this year in 2021. Ooh, okay, so a lot changed since uh, that first one. Yeah, but like I said, but that wasn't too long ago. Like I said, all this stuff is pretty much happening now. This yeah, time it, of the world needs money, and, and now they're breaking records. Yeah, they're like, oh, no one has money. Let's sell everything. Yeah, and somebody out there... It's just like, hey, I, I got a few million to spare. I'll buy the that super rare graded 9.6 Spider-Man first appearance. Yeah. Well, there we go. We shall see. Definitely, if the uh, if the record gets broken, we'll make sure to re- we'll bring it up on the show. Right. We'll keep an eye out for that. Now that uh, I know there is more than what I thought there was. Yeah. Like I said, I'm sure it will... We'll find out soon. I think sooner or later. I don't think it's going to be like years before this is broken. I think, you know, people just like to spend money. Right. All right. But now speaking of Spider-Man, Jamie, tell us about the Spider-Man Venom possible crossover. Okay, guys. So this is purely eh, rumor, I want to say. But when it comes from the actors' mouths, it's kind of hard to not believe. Um, We had Andy Serkis, who is directing... Venom to let there be carnage come out and basically say that more or less that they can set up for a Venom Spider-Man crossover. Um, Tom Hardy has come out and basically said the same exact thing. Uh, Right now they're asking everyone not to leak the ending because there have been fan reaction uh, first like pre-screenings and people are raving about this the post scene because I believe there's two. And they're asking everyone not to say anything. So I don't know if they're teasing us as far as you're going to see Tom Holland just swing through at the end. Or, you know, Venom sees him, like a photo of him or something, and he's like, he's my, he's next. You know? Um, so it's kind of hard to go on with just their word of mouth but if they're bringing it up i don't see why it would be an issue i mean for people who love comics read them they know the origin of venom they know the origin with between both spider-man and venom i think they could do something with it right now to create it to where it becomes something like you could bring that old and new into the factor like maybe like in my mind crazy as it is um bring in the aspect of uh Venom's tired of working with Eddie, tears off Eddie, and goes to Tom Holland. And then you still get that church uh what do you call it? You get that, that church scene where Tom or Tom Hardy's in there playing Eddie Brock and he's like, I just want Spider Man gone because he stole my symbiote. Yeah. You know? And as he's ripping it off it comes back on uh Eddie Brock and he's got the Spider Man logo on him. You know, something like that. So yeah. I I'm not trying to go too de- in depth of uh, my speculation ideas on this, but I think you could definitely do something with it, and I think it, they can make it just for the characters. Yeah, yeah, it would be awesome, and you know, wishful thinking for me, but um, it'd be so awesome, especially since there's Carnage and Venom. Um, you know, Carnage is in Venom, the new Venom movie. It would be so cool if somewhere like they like let it up, like you know. We got we got Venom and Carnage ready together. We got mm-hmm. the Spider Man movies. We got Morbius is gonna come out. There's gonna be a Blade show. I would love it if somehow they had them all meet up 
and to do like a huge like a a maximum carnage movie yeah that like, would be that would be amazing like that, a long that, that like, would... an, like an infinity war or you know end game something like that but it was like for spider-man and then maximum carnage yeah that that'd be that'd be a that'd be actually awesome i did i'd pay good money to see because even venom got good ratings and made so much in the box office even though spider-man had no tie to him yeah you know it it, it kind of blows my mind to sit there and say like venom's just as popular now yeah you know and having carnage in it is just gonna i feel like it's gonna double that i don't know how it's gonna work right now with everything that's going on in the world i mean i've said that plenty of times to where I, we're living in a crazy era right now where we don't know what tomorrow brings so we'll see how that goes i'm excited for it i know i'm gonna go see it hopefully next what's the day yeah hopefully next week i'll go yeah. see the new because now i definitely want to go to the theater and see it and next friday that, right yeah now that they're building up that hype for the end credit scene i i so want to go and see what it's about yeah before all the spoilers you know yeah and then i'll come and spoil it on the show oh, yeah <laughs> so yeah, the evil episode will be over by then but that's fine i'll make it re-evil forever evil so you got to plug. See, so yeah, I not only plug my books, but I could plug uh, the books we'll be reviewing too. Yeah, look at that. There you go. And now time to plug a, a future book that's coming out. We have to talk about Wastelanders, the Old Man Logan uh, spinoff is getting more spinoff series. We will get the spinoff of Wolverine, obviously Old Man Logan, Hawkeye, who is still blind. If anybody doesn't know that, yeah, Hawkeye is blind in the Old Man Logan series. Yes. We get Black Widow. Get Doctor Doom. I thought it was pretty interesting. He will have his own series with it, and Star Lord. So I saw the images. I think it looks they look pretty cool. Obviously, that I haven't heard so much about it, and I have the Old Man Logan trade of when it was first came out. Like I know now the series he's continued, and he's been Old Man Logan in in many different comic books. So yes, I'm behind. And um, the one cover with Wolverine is the most one that grabbed my attention. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I was looking at the baby, I'm guessing it's one of the little, uh, little inbred Hulk babies. The Hulklings, little Hulklings, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that uh, as someone who has read all of old man or old man Logan from the first series, like I think you got the trade of. Um, I read the entire 50 issue ser- second series of Old Man Logan, which incorporated all these characters that they're bringing as the wastelanders into the book itself. And then they had their own little mini spinoff for the time being. Um, and then dead man, Logan, where he supposedly died and didn't cause go figure it's Logan and Wolverine. So you'd never keep, a, a that kind of man down. will never die. Never dies. Um, just like everyone else in comics. Um, so yeah, yeah I think it's going to be a good one. I, do like I did love the aspect on Old Man Hawkeye where they had uh like the Venom gang kind of deal. I don't know if you read it, but they had like no. all like a, a family of just symbiotes chasing after him. It was great. It was it oh, was that insane. Cool. Um, the Hulklings, especially the baby, was cool. It's just like a gamut baby boss kind of thing going on. <laughs> he just yeah. throws people. It's great. And then, uh, I do the one I'm surprised on most is they did they had Frank old man Frank Castle 
And I thought that would have been one spinoff that they would have done. I was completely wrong. And it's Dr. Doom now instead. So I'm like, okay, we'll see how Dr. Doom goes. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for Wastelanders. I'm definitely excited because I think we're going to be talking about that one too. Hopefully when it comes out, we'll see how it goes. So, but yeah, Old Man Logan is still kicking and still a thing. You know, I I really do enjoy the stories that are told through that aspect. That having kids, having a life, everything taken away from him again. And he's going to go back and just sneak and just start stabbing people. That's right. Goodness. Do we want to see? Yes. I see him cutting, slicing uh, people in half and this and that. And I'm really excited. I'm really curious as to what Dr. Doom is going to be. Because like I said, he'll be the lead in his own spinoff. Yeah. So I'm, that one has me curious. Yeah, that, that one. that one's definitely one that I'm, the mo- like you said, curious about because of the fact that what do you do when everyone's gone? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, there's no... Are we going after him? Like, is that is the last X-Men he wants, last person he wants to take out? You know, it, we don't know. And that curiosity is going to bother me until we get it. Yeah. And two with, you know, Dr. Doom, if uh, I'm not too sure if the Fantastic Four are still around in the Old Man Logan series, but if, you know, Reed Richards is gone... Doctor Doom might even start to be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm the genius. I'm the you know doctor. Maybe I can start figuring things out to help people." Because, like I said, obviously the whole world seems like it's pretty much in turmoil and not doing good. Maybe he'll turn around and try to do something to actually help people. Right. Exactly. And I think it's going to be, like I said, it, it it's a crapshoot at this point. We don't know what we're going to get. At least if you knew like the premise of the character, like of them being plugged in the book. You'd know more, but with this, you really don't. So yeah. we'll see what happens. I have high hopes. Yeah. I like all the series so far when it came to Old Man, and hopefully it just continues to grow and become better as it goes. Yeah, it comes out in December, right? Yes, this, uh, end of the year. All right, so there we go. Wastelanders spinoff series coming off, coming out in December. And now another thing that we don't know when it's coming out, is the David Ayer cut of the Suicide Squad, and they released two pictures recently. Uh, Jamie, you want to tell us about that? Since I know you're excited, it's got Jared Leto as Joker. You know, I'm really tired of Jared Leto. Tired of seeing his face everywhere. It's not that great. Um, as we already talked about in our tribute to uh, Jared Leto, you can see in episode ten. Um, yeah, they they released two photos. The first one was the Joker having. The gun underneath his chin, sitting in the room, which I believe is the scene where he was laying around all the knives. It looked like it, yeah, because he had like the all the ha ha has on the walls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what was I'm trying to remember the other one now. Now that it's escaping me. Uh, someone looked like during one of the like a robbery scene, and they have like that weird almost, like almost goat head. Oh yeah, 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 that one. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what was going on in that photo, but now I'm intrigued because of the fact that. It's just demonic. We don't know what's going on. Um, I feel like this David Ayer Suicide Squad is going to be what Scott, or not Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder, too many Snyders, Zack Snyder had <laughs> in uh, release the Snyder Cut. Now we're going to get the release the Ayer Cut because he keep, they keep pushing it. You know, the fans want to see what the original thought process was. They want to know 
how dark it was or even if it was better like not don't get me wrong i don't know if i'm gonna be the last four hours through another movie if they break it up in parts yeah. maybe don't do that don't do four hours yeah. well like for me i broke when i watched the justice league snyder cut i broke it up in fours because you can pause and go in um so that's what i did i watched it almost like a tv show in this case i don't think you should do four hours if you have a runtime of maybe three maybe but I mean, people keep pushing. If you want to see it, see it. Like, ask for it. Keep going. Do what they did with really Snyder Cut. Don't stop until we get it. If it, if it's honestly better than what we originally received, I'm 100% for it. Just don't bring in too much Jared Leto, and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> so, so, any thoughts? So there's that. Um, you know, like I said, uh, the original Suicide Squad, I remember when I first saw the trailer, and it, it seemed very dark. And I was really excited. And then you go know, later on, it's got closer to coming out, seemed more silly and more campy. And then you know, we got the movie and everything. Where I would hope that this version is is different, not just a longer version, but I would hope that this would be like like the darker version that a lot of us originally thought it was going to be. Yeah. And yeah, no longer than three hours. Three hours is to me, I think it's pushing it, but hopefully not longer just we're gonna beat it it's gonna be five hours and 37 minutes yeah yeah <laughs> like you said like it'd be like a whole season of watching a show then. it's just margot robbie standing there as harley quinn for an hour and a half yeah. it's just a still photo just plastered on the screen and people are just like i love it i want more <laughs> yeah so they know as they say sex sells yes it 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 does i mean this doesn't i'm when I, i'm pointing at my own face here for the audio listeners um, because I always never forget about you guys as well. So don't forget to check us out on Spotify, you know, every week when this is posted, same day as YouTube or yeah. Apple Podcasts and all your other podcast platforms. Yeah, and you can even have fun. Um, you could make us sound faster if you think we take too long to talk. You can make us sound slower if you want to make us sound drunk. Jamie, I do that every episode with you, for at least for a little bit. I put you on half the speed so that you sound very drunk. Dude, you could just ask me to do that, and i do it for the show. It doesn't matter. I didn't know we could drink on here. I'd be like, yeah, and that Wolverine guy. Uh, and just go nuts. Uh, then we'd be here for five hours, man. That's fine. You see the conversations we have outside the show that when we're doing production stuff. Like, is seriously sit down, note-taking. Between me and Sonny, we probably text more than anything else. But when it comes to everybody else who's a part of the show now, which it's just growing and it's insane. Um, there's like nights we've had like five hour discussions into like three, four in the morning, like stuff like that. Like people can't sleep. You awake? Yeah, we let's talk. Like, oh, <laughs> so it never stops. So, yes, if you want me drunk on an episode, I can definitely manage that. What would be the fun of the Hulu? You would, you would sound super slow then on the Hulu one if I do the half the voice then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No no kidding. That is not an exaggeration of how it would sound. Yeah, right. All right. But, man, there we go. There's the comic news. But um, real quick, even though it's not so much news, but I, I didn't put it into the into our notes, but I thought, you know what, maybe we could talk about it. I forgot to mention it on our pre-show. Mm-hmm. But this past Saturday, the 18th, September 18th, was Batman Day. What did you do? Did you do anything to celebrate? Yeah, I watched. What did I do? Wait, this past Saturday? Yeah, it was this past Saturday. 
Yeah. Um, I did watch a couple of the animated series just to watch them because I missed a couple of the episodes. I watched my favorite one, which was that uh, Christmas episode with the Joker. I think it's the very first one where he's like on the tree doing the Jingle Bells Batman smells. Oh. And then the tree like rockets yeah. off in space out of Arkham. Oh, yeah. Remember as a kid, yeah, that was that was so popular. But yeah, Jingle Bells, Batman smells, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I did that. Um, I did read the new Urban Legends that came out, too. So, a little bit of Batman for my day. Yeah. So, me, uh, me and Maria, we started watching the Dark Knight trilogy again. So, we started with... Batman Begins, and then hopefully next, hopefully this weekend we can continue on with the Dark Knight. And then I was reading Forever Evil, and I said, "This is the day I'm finishing Forever Evil on Batman Day. That is my way to celebrate." Yeah, so go, it was me go celebrating way, Batman go way to day. celebrate yeah. Batman Day. Yeah. So, are you ready, Jamie, for things to get evil? Very. Before we get to do, you know, it's time to spring something on you that you are not expecting. As usual. Okay. It's Sunny Appreciation Hour. Oh, yeah, great. No, but that's no, every no. episode. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is one. This is something called On the Hunt. You can think about it right now as I'm telling you. And I think we should bring up issues that we are on the hunt for, that we are searching for. Obviously, if we found something like Amazing Fantasy 15, obviously we'd buy it. Right. Action Comics number one. So... I mean, if you feel like talking about it, but me, I'm not really like those are comics everyone's pretty much after mm-hmm. everyone who is into comics. So I wanted to mention my first on the hunt. You know, there's what if, you know, what ifs are coming out every week. We've been talking about them. We've been reviewing them. And I found out that um, Quasar, actually, that's how it's pronounced, but I pronounce it Quasar. He in issue, Quasar issue 30, he travels through. The What If Worlds. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll read it. And I look on the app, the Marvel Unlimited app, it's not on there. A lot so of search- What If is not on the Marvel Unlimited app. And I, that threw me off. Yeah. They got a lot. There's so much so much to read on the Marvel Unlimited app, on the DC Infinite app. But yeah, there was one that wasn't on there. So now I've been searching for that comic. And uh, it's, you know, it's been expensive. So I'm on the hunt. That is my first on the hunt is Quasar number 30 because, well, he's Kevin through the what if world and you know I love my what ifs. So for me, that's the first on the hunt for me is Quasar number 30. Yeah. Anything that sticks out to you that's on your hunt list? Well, I'm collecting all the new 52, the whole series. Like I'm about halfway done. So most of those I'm just trying to run out. Right now I'm working on, I think we did... Uh, a mail call when we did the uncensored episode, and I brought up uh, Bat uh, Batgirl, so I'm still working on that series, and that's basically what I'm on the hunt for is to finish that series, um, as we go. So that's my on the hunt for right now. Once I once I complete it, I'll probably post a picture of it. Cool, yeah, yeah, do that. Like I said, on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Yes, sir. So there you go. Not so bad. Not. Uh, I know this is the evil episode, but it wasn't so evil. We didn't get to. Um, didn't get too evil with our on the hunts. Just searching for things. Yes. But now, Jamie, see, I sprung something on you last minute. Now you can be evil to me, because it is time for do you know. But first, 
I like to show you, Jamie, that I'm wearing a shirt of Anderson the Spider Silva from last week, or from the week prior. Two weeks ago, yep. When I got you with my questions, that was the one you did get right. Mm-hmm. The two-parter. So, yeah, the two-parter. You got right. So I said, let me wear it because I didn't get to wear it that time. And then I get to happily mention that Anderson Silva knocked Tito Ortiz out. That was the highlight of my day. That was awesome, man. So, he was bleeding from the brain again. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure he went into the fight with a, a cracked skull. Yeah. You know, oh, I went into this fight with a cracked skull. But well, he got knocked out. And uh, Anderson Silva, maybe we gave him good luck. We did. It was all because of the Codex podcast. Probably. So, you know. Hopefully he, Ethan Hawk, Jared Leto, many others, they pretty much owe us and should definitely follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, obviously Twitch.tv, Jared podcast, everything. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. So we're going to... Jared Leto, Jared Leto blocked. Yeah. Hashtag blocked. Um, so you want to jump into Do You Know Then? Are you ready for three comic book related questions from me now? Yes, I am. They don't have to deal with any of your books. Um, yeah, from chapter one from 1995 when you could first pick up a pen. Um, so, first question. Who is the first supervillain in Superman? It is... I guess... Lex Luthor. No. I'll give you one more. Uh, Brainiac. No. It was Ultra Humanite. was the very first villain that Superman had fought. Ultra Humanite. Yeah. See? What's he look like? (laughs) (laughs) A very evil character from uh, the 1940s. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So so let's not go back to 2000. You know, 12, let's go back to 1940, 41. Well, it even goes with this one. Like, as comic book fans, we should know these. And if we're running a podcast, we should know these things kind of too. I suck at being quizzed. So I I might know it and then be like, totally different name. But uh, this one was, it's simple, but it's, I think you'll get it, hopefully. Who was the very first superhero ever? There's been movies, horrible movies about him. So it's just, it's not Marvel or DC. I think he became right? a DC character after. Is it the Phantom? Yep. Yep. See, I told you. See? see, I don't give you hints because then you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even um, give well because I wasn't sure. I you know like I said I know like you were giving Tim the one about Marvel. Yeah. I was almost gonna be like no. yeah, human torch. Okay, so there we go. The fan. So you got one. Um. Okay, this one I thought was fun, and I think you'll enjoy it. What DC character did Stan Lee say was his favorite DC character? This is a fun one. There's there's many characters to mention, but uh, let me see. Who's his favorite? I'm just going to say the main man, Lobo. God, dude. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. I knew it. Ah, So you got two to my one right now. Wow. Yeah, 
I was just throwing it out, out there. Wow. I, and the reason I put that Big on there Lobo. is I felt that was the one you were going to get with the Lobo one. I didn't think you were going to get Phantom. So I was like, okay, he'll be tied one-to-one with me, I think. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's – yeah, I did not expect to, uh, to get that, especially when we were going back to the 40s. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. But um, Well, now that yeah, now that it's official, I officially right now want to put in my – resignation of the codex podcast and leave this completely to Sonny. he can host the show by himself he doesn't need me anymore i need you to set up the streaming thing <laughs> i don't know how to do that stuff so well, that stuff i give to you you know yeah. so yeah but, that was uh so starting next week we'll be doing this but asking each other three questions yeah. as part of the show so good i'm looking forward to it. like i said how two weeks ago i gave you three last week you and tim went back and forth and then now you gave me this one, but next week will be like I said, back to the. It will go to what we will usually be doing. Yes, three for me, three for you. All right, man, that was fun. I'm glad we do this now. Do you know, Ultra Humanite was the one I got wrong. Yes, right, Ultra Humanite. I'll never forget that name. Now. <laughs> never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we move on to our works, and Jamie, like I said, you know. Things uh, happening in the passing of my father. Obviously, I was thrown out of my my normal routine and things like that. But in life, you know, we eventually we we carry on, and I eventually had to get back to work. Right. So uh, this past week, I did get. It was after the Codex podcast. I was able to get back to work, and I worked as an extra on that show called the Forty Four or Forty Four Hundred. It's the reboot. It was, I think the original was like in 2004, 2005, but they're rebooting it. And I got to work as an extra and work a nice 12 hour day. And one thing that was fun about working on there is a lot of times you get to sit around and spend time. Sometimes you talk to people, right? It's cool. I meet a lot of nice people. Right. And I also got to do a lot of my reading of Forever Evil while I was there. So nice. Yeah. Getting paid to read. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I can pay to have fun, and they had even Dunkin' Donuts there. You know, I didn't have as, I didn't have as many sweets as many would people would think I would have because you know I got a a sweet tooth. And Mr. Cakes himself over here. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so I got to work in the forty four hundred, and then to you I was mentioning in our notes Wolfman, and I know you're probably just like, what is something talking about? I thought you were talking about like Mar- Marv Wolfman, and I was like, <laughs> why are we bringing up? a writer like in your works did you hang out with him <laughs> yeah they're, they're, you know there's only one writer i like to mention in our works yeah and it's me Jamie Wojcik. oh sonny Kruger. yep you, <laughs> oh you too yeah see don't see now i'm gonna have to get on you about that say hey man i still haven't got to read your stuff yeah, you, yet it'll happen it's just going slower than i expected because i have so much more i have to do with our show <laughs> no problems yeah things come up like i said i know you've been working we got so much coming out so yeah. i won't give you too much slack for that for once. Yeah, for once. Uh, maybe I should, though, since it's our evil episode. Yeah, so, I, 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 did say, I, I did say last week you are going to give me more crap more than ever, and you kind of have. So let's just keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I think I've kind of been a, a bit nice this one. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I, I think <sighs> you're knows? being the same kind of person you've always been, except for the opening <laughs> monologue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well... Now back to me talking about. Yeah, me. Okay, everybody, let's sit down, relax, have a little fun. Sonny is going to talk about himself for another thirty-five minutes. So, uh, <laughs> J 
Jamie, uh, I think before one of the pre-shows, I asked you, I said, hey, do you know about Paper Girls? Yeah. And so we know, like, I didn't realize it was based on a comic book. But it is a, it's a series that's being filmed in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, there's a lot of shows being filmed here. But once I found out it was a comic book, then I'm like, okay, now I want to work on it. And so I got an availability check, and I'm in the running. I haven't gotten it. It's not set, but I might be able to play the stand-in for the character called Wolfman. Ooh. And, okay, now yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. And then when I looked up the character, I see the character was wearing a Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction shirt that I literally have. Yep. And that, so, that, that's going to suit you well. I hope you I hope you well on that one. Now, don't tell me that the next bit of news is that you're going to be a stand-in for Lex Luthor because I will lose my mind. Oh. Well, I'm going to shave my head and I'm going to play Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be maybe maybe one day in the future. It's still gonna take me a while to shave off what I have left of my hair. Yeah, in case but, people want to know, Sonny used to have this long flowing hair about a couple years ago, and then he got into a relationship, and then it started going away. Now, if anything, that, if anything that helps me keep my hair. Oh, does it? Me, it, <laughs> I, I lose it every time I talk to a girl. Can look at me, and I just see hair follicles just fall out, and I'm like, oh, she's looking at me, stressing, just poop, poop, poop. <laughs> yeah so, so that's why you always wear a hat on the show yeah because most of the time i don't do it anyway so well the reason i brought lex luther now is because you know we're releasing our content mm-hmm. you know we're, we get our things going uh so far like i said today's day 14 right yes, today would be day 14 and then i'll talk more about what we're going to be putting out in a minute after you're done yeah so like I said, I've been trying to like, okay, let me try to put more towards, you know, I gave you guys um, a mail call from the vault, which I dedicated to you and Tim for doing a good job last week. Right, right. So with Lex Luthor, a while ago, remember, I think it was like episode two, because when we read, when we went over Luthor, the book. Right. And I was like, oh, I did a monologue and I put it on this actor's page. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I talked about it on the show. I should just release it. So... You can check it out, and everybody can check it out. And feel free to tell you know I won't just be getting people from the acting community giving like constructive criticism, but also making sure that they're not so mean that they don't get kicked off. Right. If I just put it out there, I can just get everybody's <laughs> opinion. We will be throwing can... that in the description below, so you guys can find it on our YouTube yes. channel and all of our social medias. Hopefully, by the end of this episode stream today. Yeah, because I haven't even showed you. Haven't even seen it, so I'm like, no. You just told I'll, me which part it was. There. That was all you did. You're like, I. It was this part, and I'm like, that makes sense. So now you'll get to see it. You'll get to see me attempting to act as Lex Luthor doing a monologue. Well, segue into something that I want to talk about real fast. And since you're talking about talking about being Lex yeah. Luthor, we got the perfect opportunity, ladies and gentlemen. I know you saw Tim Morris last week, who is the voice behind our decoding panels. Decoding panels origin is going to be coming out. And we got a little something fun for you guys. So we are going to be taking, just to see how it goes, a single issue for the time being. We think we know which one we're going to be using. And we are going to have a full casting of each character from that issue. So we have an ensemble cast to play each person in decoding panels. Now, moving forward, I don't know. Depending on the reception of this, we'll move forward where they do it every now and then. Because I know everyone's got different time constraints, different, you know, things going on in life. We can't get everybody on at the same time. But we will be scheduling something for it. 
So I'll be looking out for that. Also, yesterday, I did go live for our Twitch with uh, Marvel's Avengers the game. Finally, Codex Gaming is up and running. We will be playing very shortly. I think I might even jump on tonight just to see what's going on. Um, if you guys want to jump on with us, drop your gamer tag below. I don't care what level you are. I, I'm a low level. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to build my way back up, build up Hulk because Hulk smash. Um, let's play. Let's have some fun. Let's grow a community. Let's get a little bit better. Um, Sunny alluded to earlier, we do hit with, we had like two weeks of content. Today is number 14. Tomorrow will be number 15 with the very first Codex Gaming stream. And then we will have Sonny's uh, photo or Sonny's photos. Sonny's monologue. Yeah. Fr uh, from the Keep my photos. Yeah, th those I have special, buddy. <laughs> Tim sent me those ones. Um, from the vault. Yeah, we, the, the secret vault. Yeah, the secret vault. We got from the vault from Sonny and also his very first mail call that we will be posting on too as well. So, guys, there's content every day. I'm trying to keep it that way. We really start having our consistency of how much we're putting out every single day. Even if it's one video or, like, even if it's just a post. I want you guys to be able to see what we're doing. So, yeah, there's there's a lot coming. There's still more. So, what level are you on the video games? Uh, I think I got Hulk up to level 14 but his power is at 34 max out is 150 for each character so 150 and you're level 14 no <laughs> power level is 150 i don't know what their level actually maxes out is but it's okay. 150 but it's at 34 right now because you got to keep getting all the upgrades for your uh uh character and they're hard to find oh. you can you can level up and build your build up your skill set big difference so all right, man. Yeah, I look forward to watching. And uh, like I said, if you do bad, I'm going to make sure. I'll be on there under my center of the writer, and I will comment and definitely let you know you're doing a bad job. Yeah, definitely jump on, everybody. Last week, if you guys did not see the stream, we had a fun, fun chat going on in the discussions. It was, it was a great time. So definitely jump in. Let us know what you think. Tell me if you want to play. Tell me if I suck. Tell me if I'm doing better. Let me know what's going on. Sonny, keep your comments to your dirty mouth self. Um, so, yeah. That's my uh, our works this week. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, me too. I'm done with that. Yeah, so, uh, as usual, working on my stuff. And like I said, we've got a lot coming from the Codex podcast, decoding panels, Codex gaming, and, uh, you know, all that stuff. And I'm really looking forward to, like you said, working on that uh, the comic book issue with you, like we said, that all of us will be playing a part. And, you know, it has me. So I suggest everybody watches it. It's, it'll be really good. It'd be like the Jared Leto episode. No one's going to show up. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good, man. Guess if we, we when we get this thing made, we make a full comic, avoid doing voices. It's going to be awesome. It will be. Yes, it will. Okay. Yes, that, that without a doubt. I know it is. That's something I'm very confident about. And also, I'm, I'm interested in doing, um, I'm interested more about to how we're going to do the origin episodes about characters. Yeah, I, we'll give you guys uh, yeah. more of a breakdown as soon as we start structuring it. It should, we have a first character in mind. We already have an outline, and we will be giving more info as we go. All right, yep. So, now we move on. We talked about our works, and now we get into our topic of the week which is 
who is the most evil character in all of comics and why? Jamie, as usual, you have our top three that I do. comments. And surprise. They better be evil. Yeah, they, pretty much. Um, so for the most part, we got a lot of uh we got a lot of the same answer for one specific character. And I was surprised at this character. Dark side. Uh, this one goes to Jeremy Cole. He said, Darkseid, he does it for evil's sake and to grow the strength of his evil empire. Um, the second one we got was from Michael Barham. And he didn't give a reason why, but I can I can already tell him ahead why he picked this character. That's why I kind of took it. Uh, the Red Skull. For everything he did back in his time when he was fighting Cap. And then my personal favorite was uh, Dan Kelly again jumping on and saving the day. Uh, Homelander from The Boys. Uh, he has the public image of being Superman-like savior, but really will do any disturbed, twisted thing he feels like for his own amusement and to secure and keep his position. He would not hesitate to manipulate, torture, rape, murder, etc. to get what he wants. And those are three, uh, there's our top three for this week's topic of the week. Very good. Very good. Very evil Very. characters. All right. So now we'll have me answer first. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why I was thinking it was going to be you. Yeah. It's you. You so, read the show notes. You know what's going on. Yeah. Yep. Me, me, me. So for my picks, I, I kept leaning towards Dark Side or Thanos. But then I was thinking, I was trying to even do research. I was really thinking about this man. Like, who is the most evil? Uh, I was also thinking about in Spawn, the Violator. But I, I don't know too much about the Violator to, to pick him as my pick. Right, right. But I was, I was looking at Darkseid and Thanos. And I'm like, you know what? Obviously, they've both done such horrible things and have killed, I don't know how many people, how many deaths they're responsible for. But both of them have love for somebody. Thanos has love for death. Mm-hmm. Darkseid has love for... He defends Apocalypse. As bad as he is, he still will defend Apocalypse, uh, you know, his planet. Right. He even tried to uh, defend it against Galactus, and even before, tried to defend it against Doomsday. But for me, my pick of the most evil character in all of comics is Mephisto. Okay. Marvel, because I pick Mephisto because he is... Well, he is like the devil. He's basic. He isn't... Even if you look him up, he is not Satan. He is not the devil, but he is pretty much Marvel's version of him. He owns his own version of hell. I have not seen him ever try to be good or anything like that. I don't know if there's been a new comic that suddenly made him try to be good, but you know he's, you know he takes his souls. He is like the devil. I've never seen him be good. He is only out for himself. At times he's kind of been by Thanos' side, like during Infinity Gauntlet, but it was only because he knew how powerful Thanos was with the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. And in the end, he wanted to just help himself out. And yeah, and two, we've even... And uh, Tim's... Yeah, we will go back to Tim's favorite, One More Day, you know, Mephisto. Yeah. Had the soul of Aunt May. And then there's also a comic where Mephisto is bad as... You know, Doctor Doom is, you know, one of the greatest villains, I think. But Mephisto had the soul of Doctor Doom's mother. And Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom had to team up together to try to free the soul of Doctor of yeah, Doctor Doom's mom. So for me, I have never seen any good side of Mephisto. 
he is, you know, he is like the devil and he is from hell. So my pick for the most evil character in all of comics is Marvel's Mephisto. Okay. That's not, I, I do, I do agree. Okay, Jamie, how about you? So when I did this, I wanted to go purely on evil. I didn't want to go based on power. I didn't want to go based on, you know, the juggernauts of the industry, like you brought up Darkseid, Mephisto, Thanos. I went with someone who's just crazy evil to the core. And I think I figured out who I like the most on that, and that is Victor Zaz. This guy will murder people, and then he has a cut on his own body for every person that he's taken out. Uh, he doesn't stop. There's no comic I've ever seen where they tried to rehab him into being the good guy. Like so many other characters that Batman has tried in the past. Um, based on just pure evil itself, having a body count on your own body, I think could possibly be the most evil thing you could ever do. <laughs> um, I know that version on Marvel side would be from Black Panther's Killmonger where he had the little marks too. From what he did prior, but I think Victor's Victor Zaz definitely is the most evil character I've seen. Okay, yeah, not uh, not your typical answer, but yeah, good. Uh, so I love having these topics because I like ones like this. Like I said they bring up a lot of a lot of different answers. Like we said, so we got it's in the comments. We got Dark Side. Um, who there too? I'm Homelander. We had okay. Dark Side Homelander. Red, uh, Red Skull. And Red Skull. And then for you, we have Victor Zaz, mm-hmm. and I pick Mephisto. So, yeah, got some good picks, good evil picks. And uh, we look forward to doing Topic of the Week next week. We'll, well, in a few days, again, we'll post another Topic of the Week. Yes, we will. Hmm, who knows what it'll be. But now, we move on to our review. So, this week is Forever Evil. It came a few weeks ago, I believe it was like three weeks ago. You picked out Forever Evil for me. So I will do this review. Forever Evil by Jeff Johns, David Finch, and Richard Friend. So with everything going on, I eventually was able to start reading um, Forever Evil uh, about yeah, like last Friday. And I got to even read more of it. A lot of it. I got to do a lot of the reading while I was working on the 4400. So regardless, in my opinion... It's a book that I'm always going to remember, like, through what I was going on. It's, it's funny because it's a book, Forever Evil, and it was helping me through a tough time. But Forever Evil, the start of it, okay, warning, some spoilers. I won't give it all away, but some spoilers for Forever Evil. Do it, Sonny. Okay, so in the beginning, we see Lex Luthor. Spoiler, Lex Luthor's in the book. <laughs> but, yeah, one thing. Yeah, this is for this is the series where the villains take the lead. All right, it starts off. We see Lex Luthor. He's making a deal, and he's he's blackmailing a guy into selling his company. So we're saying, okay, Lex Luthor is bad. And then all oh, this is going on. This book basically, the Justice League are defeated, and it is the Crime Syndicate. Those of you who don't know the Crime Syndicate, Ultraman, Owl Man, Superwoman, Johnny Quick. All of them, they have invaded Earth, and they are taken over. The Justice League have been taken out, and now it is up. And they are also, the Crime Syndicate is getting most supervillains on their side to take over, and it's up to some other supervillains, like I said, like Lex Luthor, 
to take them down. So Lex Luthor eventually throughout the book, he starts gathering other villains. He makes Bizarro. He was just going to clone a Superman that was going to come out, that was going to be ready in 10 years. It was five years had passed, so he said, hey, I'm just going to have to release him now. So he has Bizarro on his team. We eventually get Captain Cold, who eventually turns um, and doesn't follow the the ways of the crime syndicate. And then they, you know, he gets a bit beat up. And then obviously we start to see more supervillains joining. We see Sinestro join later on. We see Black Adam get his jaw broken by Ultraman. So they're teaming up, uh, slowly forming a team together. And then we do see that Batman and Catwoman have survived. Cyborg has barely survived. And then, so they're obviously trying to figure out their own ways. And then we get Lex Luthor and Batman meeting up. And everyone says, you know, we have to work together to take on the crime syndicate. And then we get some great fights. We get them teaming up. One thing that I really liked was the with Lex Luthor and Bizarro, their relationship together, I think, was one of the highlights of the book for me. I thought it was great. It was, you know, times funny. You know, Bizarro, he doesn't know anything. He's not talking. But then Lex Luthor, who's mean and starts off, you know, very cold-hearted, he starts opening up. He starts trying to care for Bizarro. And even one of the highlights I liked was when he Bizarro was scared of the dark. And Lex Luthor tells him a story of how they have to try things and you can't be afraid to fail. Because when he was younger, his sister was sick. And he didn't want to try to save her because he was so afraid of failing. And she died. And so he said, I'll never do that again. Later on in the book, you find out that that was actually a lie, but it was a very nice part and a nice story told. So I guess you could say a nice lie from Lex Luthor to motivate Bizarro. And one thing I should mention is that Dick Grayson, uh, Nightwing is caught, and he's being tortured, and they give away. They let everybody know that Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Even Batman says, oh, he's ruined now. But we do see a nice romance between Batman and Catwoman, and she's saying, you know, when are you ever going to open up to me? The whole world is, you know, there's barely anybody left. The world's going crazy, and you still can't even open up to me. And Batman still, you know, sticks to his guns and does not <laughs> give much about himself. But, yeah, we see the villains team up to take on the crime syndicate. So villains against villains from other worlds. And we get to see some good old action in each issue. We get to see... An arm gets sliced off. I'm a Game of Thrones fan, and we get to see some fingers in the eyes. That's in the last one. We get to see, uh, oh, we get to see a leg taken off. You see all kinds of action, all kinds of superheroes, all kinds of super villains. It's a, an all-star cast of DC. And like I said, I'm not going to give away the ending, but to me, it had me hooked from the very beginning to the very ending. It was such a terrific read. You know, Jamie, I, I know why you're a Jeff Johns fan, especially after reading that. I've read some of his other works, but after reading that, like, okay. And to me, because it is part of the New 52, I would say it was my favorite story arc I've ever read of the New 52. Ooh, okay. So Forever Evil, for me, gets an evil rating of 2 plus 8. <laughs> so 10 out of 10. Ooh, we're back to the 10. See, Sonic comes back with back the scores. The 10 out of 10. Okay. Yes. So for Forever Evil gets a nice score of ten out of ten because I loved it, and um, thank you for getting me to finally read it. Yeah, man. It, it, it's definitely a good read. 
with everything you said, I don't feel like I need to go into too much detail at all about it. Uh, it was a great story. Um, the scene where Nightwing's getting interrogated, like basically tortured, interrogated, and they reveal who he is was a big twist because no other real character went through that. Um, besides some spoilers later on that we obviously aren't talking about. Um, but yeah, for me, so what I want to tell you, and I talked about this in the pre-show, you can check it out at twitch.tv slash codex podcast if you want to know more, um, is that with this whole series, like, I'll tell you right now, I'll, I give it a nine, just as the seven issues alone. With the tie-ins included and everything told as a main story, it is the best story I've ever read with tie-ins. And that's going with Blackest Night. Like, that's that's up there. But this is one of the best stories. If you include all the tie-ins, everything... There's a scene in Forever Evil where... I think it was Captain Cold was talking to Lex Luthor and then Captain Cold walks away. It's outside. There's like cars burning all around him. I think you know which one I'm talking about, Sonny. Um, that from that panel, that panel leads into the start of a series tie-in. It literally is that panel and then starts the news next story for the tie-ins each one had the same thing like you would think it ended there and then you jump in the uh the tie-in and it would start from that point from the main series or main story into that so it told everything that was happening between those it was oh dude it you need to read the whole thing get the reading order list read what is it 70 more issues, right? <laughs> no, you, you can, but if you just do like the core, it's fine. Um, yeah, but yeah, dude, it, 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 that book is from start to finish with tie-ins or not. I give it, I definitely give it like a nine one as the main series for the whole with the tie-in. Yeah. I, I can't, I'd give it up 27 at this point. Like there wouldn't even be a scale. Um, but yeah, I think Sonny, that I, I'm I'm glad you liked it, brother. That that it was one of my favorites going in. That was that was actually the first one I was gonna give you in the very first episode. Oh. But then I was like, yeah, Batman might White Knight might be a better first one. And you also gave that one a ten out of ten. So I'm just knocking yeah. you for a loop well, with ten out of tens. I, I give you credit, man. You've been having some awesome picks for me, man. Yeah, they're just gonna keep coming too. So good, good. So, oh yeah, another thing real quick. I'm glad that it got to show me some other characters like Captain Cold. I like he got a big part in there, so it made me more of a fan of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to, to, to some of the others, I know and I'm fans of. Like I said, he was one of the characters that I wasn't too familiar with. I, I've seen him. I know okay, he's a villain, but this got me to be more of a, a fan of him. Right. And yeah, and like I said, the Bizarro. Obviously, he's not from Bizarro World here, but I still really liked. You know, him and Lex Luthor, their, you know, uh, relationship. Right. So, and then too, it was beginning, like, it's the beginning to end. Because even to, like, so we don't want to give, I don't want to give away spoilers, but even when everything is, like, you think, okay, this is it. This is the end. It's solved. And then, like, two huge things. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. I truly, 
did not see them coming and was very glad to to have such a big ending for such a big story. Like you said, like it was seven parts, but they said there's so many other, excuse me, other tie-in issues. Yeah. So, yes, I give it a 10 out of 10. But for you, I know you were saying like a 9.1 regular, but you still just happen to know the other stories. If, if those stories were not included, it'd probably still be at 10. But because of reading all the tie-ins and how everything flowed so perfectly together, I had to knock that down. Like, I, I it, it, it's a good, solid, it's a, a hey, let me rephrase that. It's an amazing, solid book on a stand by itself. It is. But with those tie-ins, it just took it to a whole nother level for me. Yeah. Okay. So your overall rating is? 9.1 for the main. 9.1. Thought you were a fan of DC. Mm, I guess I not. I am. I'm just trying to make you more of a fan than Marvel. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're definitely leading me uh helping me a lot. You know, one thing too, why I'm glad that we got to talk about this. I was like, oh, you know, you know, before I got obviously I picked Marvel over DC, and you know, I like the older stuff, and you like the newer stuff more DC. But with reading a lot of these DC comics that are newer, I could see why, especially in this day and age, that you push that you would lean more towards DC. Because I'm seeing, for me, it seems like in this century, the 21st century, the big DC stories do seem to be better. When I look at what I like and some of my favorite comics, I'm looking like I'm liking a lot of DC's newer stuff. And when it comes to Marvel, I like a lot more of their older stuff. Yeah, it, it, they definitely broke the ground, like trailblazing in the 70s, 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and then after that, DC took off with their stories. So it's kind of like. The best of both worlds, literally. Yeah. Even to the time, like, I need to look into more DC older stuff because, like, I'm always looking at the old Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, I need to start looking into more older DC things. Right. And then, too, yeah, so there's that. And then, like I said, I'm enjoying all this stuff. But one thing, uh, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about topic of the week, you know, could DC survive without Superman and Batman is where I did think in this story, a story that it showed led by the villain. You still needed Bat. Like I felt, they still put Batman in there to have a huge part, and I love Batman. But I felt even if Batman wasn't such a big part, I still would have loved the story. Even if it just was, you know, Lex Luthor, Black Manta, Captain Cold, Bizarro, and that. Right. So that was the one thing where I'm like, oh, see, they still always. I think DC sometimes feels like they need Superman and Batman more than they actually do because they have so many great characters. Yeah, they just keep building. So. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, great, and that's why I love that we do this show. You recommend some great comics that I love. So there we go. DC's Forever Evil. I give it ten out of ten. Jamie gives it nine point one. And now it's my time to give Jamie Ooh. one. I was waiting, you know, for uh, I was gonna wait for Halloween or somewhere around October, but then I looked. I'm like, so. I give you one. I'm sure next week we'll probably do like a single issue. Mm-hmm. And the week after that is already October. So it's time to already start celebrating Halloween. The spooky season. Yes. And this is our evil episode. And well, who is my pick for the most evil character? None other than Mephisto. So, Jamie, I give you Mephisto versus. Ooh. Okay. So this one, it isn't too long. It isn't too talked about. 
I'm interested to see what you think. It is Mephisto versus, and in there he versus, it's a four-issue series. Mm-hmm. He versus the Fantastic Four, X-Factor, the X-Men, and the Avengers. Okay. Definitely excited for that one, then. So there you go. That is my pick for you. Mephisto versus. And yes, it's evil, and it's hellish. And it's evil. Did yeah. we mention it's evil? Yeah, and he's also evil, in case you didn't know. Me or Mephisto? Or didn't get the hand. Oh, Mephisto, for okay. sure. You uh, you know what? I was going to say no, but I mean, there is, you know, that Punisher Circle of Blood. That was the most evil comic yeah. ever written because it, <laughs> it they just tortured fans around the world with that. Well, maybe my my evil pick, Mephisto, could torture you even more. I'd be like, maybe I get like a two out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see two weeks from now, man. Uh, we'll see what you give Mephisto versus. All right, sounds good. Can't wait. All right, yeah. So like I said, I believe that's a show. We talked about all the things we got coming your way from the Codex podcast, decoding panels, Codex gaming, everything. And I am back. Glad to be back. Glad to do an evil episode. I don't think next week will be as evil, but it'll still be as next good. Week, it'll still be as good, and we will both be back here next week. Thank you all again. Take care. Yeah. And guys, as always, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so that way you don't miss any of the content we are putting out for you. Once again, it's the Codex Podcast. You got our host, Sonny Kruger, and me. Jamie Wojcik, and I just want to say thank you guys once again for being a part of this. Love each and every one of you. Be kind to one another, and you guys have a great day. Later. Bye.